Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to give a big shout out to all of our Patreon patrons out there. Yes, that's how we fund this. Instead of doing ads and commercials, we have patrons where lovely people like you listen and pay about $5 a month. And not only do they get the self-satisfaction of supporting this beautiful podcast and keeping it going, they get access to all kinds of extra bonus features. Our Patreon has over 100 exclusive episodes, bonus podcasts, little special recordings, interviews with the host. There's all kinds of things. And if you join our Patreon, you get access to our special Facebook group, which is only for paying members of the Patreon, where you can ask questions, meet people, talk to the host. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, sign up and do it now because... Because if you do, you get your name read out like these beautiful, sexy people. Thank you to Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Jessica A., Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runners, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Jessica F, did I say that right? Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Yay! Thank you to those beautiful people! Woo! Also, if you get a chance, support Ludlam Dramatics. They are the best place for educational theater resources out there. If you're a theater teacher, support Ludlam Dramatics. All right, my friends, if you get a chance, find one person who hasn't heard of this podcast and tell them about it. Tell them how much you love it and how much they should listen to it, too. All right, my friends, I hope everyone out there can enjoy this one. It's episode number 193. Yeah, no, but I need like a tune to put the the, the lyrics to. Get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too many syllables. Balls, though. Balls, balls, balls. Uh-huh. balls. It's no good. Single ladies is too no. Bubble, bubble, balls, bubble, bubble, balls. Balls, balls, balls. What about wrecking ball? Balls, 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 Too many people getting in on these balls. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I'm joined at my wonderful table by the lovely, luscious Count. Chocolate balls, 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 balls. Honor of the lovely bunny layer. And across from me, we have Mr. Wayne Kurt. She can talk about her balls all the time, but when I bring them up, it's a problem. Hers are delicate and sweet. And then we have Miss Bunny. No one can resist my sweaty balls. (laughs) It's like the first episode. Well, friends, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink. I'm glad you guys are here. We got to, we had a huge 
taco feast at my house, mm-hmm. and they weren't like your standard white people tacos. Like we had like some meats and some corn tortillas, yeah. and like it, it was oh, there was pico. See, mm-hmm. it was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now that we have a drink or two in us, and we're on round two, we're Damn. gonna discuss some of these. So did I reach? I just introduced everybody. Uh, what's the next step? After tequila. No, no, no. Tonight <laughs> <laughs> is not a tequila. <laughs> in the words of Rosie, I don't have the spoons for tequila right now. It's just, there would be complete utter collapse with Elvis. Where is he? He was either crying or in the yard. I'm not sure which. Maybe both. We'll see. All right. So let's just jump into our article. So our first one today is from user Emmy Stressed or Meanie Stressed. And it says, our district requires a club to run for five years before the advisor gets paid. What? Wow. What? Here comes the text. Am I in the wrong for thinking this is messed up and manipulative? Yes, I understand that if a club has maybe less than 10 students, it's not economical to keep the club running. But if 20 plus students want a club and are clearly dedicated MUM members, the advisor deserves to get paid. Hey, darling. It's okay. Uh, Where was I? Uh, My school, as well as other students, have been pressing me for us to start a French club. It's sad because part of me knows I would have a lot of fun running this club, but it's not that easy. Our club advisors are expected to attend a lot of school events, and teachers always pay out of pocket for extra expenses, which is not okay, but at least if I were receiving a stipend, it wouldn't hurt as much. Mm -hmm. I'm the only French teacher, so when parents complain to our principal about the lack of French club, she always pins this on me. But I'm always honest with the students and parents and say I simply cannot financially afford to take on this task for free. Is this normal? I'm in New York, a pretty good state to work as teachers for the most part. I've only worked for elementary schools and private schools. And I know when I host after-school stuff, the parents pay me for it because it's considered an after-school event or something. And for schools I've worked at where we've had clubs, a lot of those have just been out of the goodness of the teacher's heart. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to run something before school, I ran a book club before school because they wouldn't let the kids in before 7.30. But if I had a club, I could let them in at 7. And mm-hmm. their parents dropped them off at 6.45 when they're on their way to go do whatever they were going to go do. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, cold as hell and snowing. Like, okay, yeah, we'll have a book club. Come to my room, we'll read for half an hour, and then you guys go to breakfast. Mm-hmm. But I never got paid a cent out of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind because I was volunteering. I was doing it for the kids. However... If they actually had a rule saying, you know, we'll pay you if you do it for five years, how many teachers actually stay at one school for five years? I know there are a lot from before where that was the thing, but I kind of feel right now education's going the way of corporate world where if you want to get a raise, you need to jump ship and go somewhere else. They're not going to give you it out of hand. This is true. And, but that does really sound messed up. What's your opinion, friends? The... The expectation that you put in four years of unpaid work before they'll consider, you know, compensating you for your time sounds extortionate. Especially as, like, a college degree professional. Yeah. Yeah. Where we already did, like, unpaid mentoring, unpaid student teaching, unpaid internships. Yeah. Bullshit. It's, I mean, like you said, and I, I have done the, you know, volunteer clubs, you know, the things before school or whatever. And that's, you know, that's one thing. But there wasn't an expectation, A, that we do one at all, and B, that 
you know, we pay for things for the students out of our own pockets. If you wanted to do one, you know, we were allowed to, you know, have the kids pay for their own, you know, blah, blah, blah within reason or do a fundraiser or depending on, you know, what it was, if we could connect it to the curriculum somehow, then maybe, you know, the principal would help, you know, throw throw a little bit of, you know, campus, you know, a little bit of campus cash towards it. Like, I have, I have never heard of four years unpaid and you have to pay for everything out of pocket with no, like that's, that's messy. I don't, that's a good, that's a good way to not get teachers to sponsor your class. Yeah, that's exactly. If you never said that, like even said, okay, we're not paying if you want to do it, that's great, but no, no, no. Mm. Wayne? Well, I want to throw some shade because I'm certain that if it was sports related, they would go ahead and put that Uh shit right in their uh, contracts and pay. But um, on a side note, down, see, I kind of look at or I look at this as, as two things because yes, I do have a after school program. Yes, I get paid for a portion of it, but I only get paid for a portion. So, and if we're being honest, let's just go ahead and say that it's 25% of the shit that I put into it. So, um, and I always love how administrators want to say, well, you know, take your time, do what you need to do. But like when it comes to the parents saying, why isn't there this? They love to throw us under the fucking bus for mm-hmm. it. And I'm sorry, I already spend enough damn time doing all the shit that I do after school, and I don't want to take on yet another responsibility. So if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, would you like to sponsor the um, I Love Harry Potter Club? No, I'm not into it. I'm sorry. So in which case, I mean, that's my two cents for what it's worth. But Bunny might love to do that with some of her students. Might. I, I'm not yeah, signing up But for, that, for but free. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, there's a few passions I have. Like, I know there are some people who are passionate about chess, or they were yes. passionate about, uh, in high school, I remember there's a teacher who just loved Jane Austen, so they had the yep. Jane Austen Society, where they would meet up and do that. And I, there's even wrestling and e-games mm-hmm. and e-sports, where I can imagine mm-hmm. there'd be a few teachers who, that's their thing, so they're happy to stay after school and do it. But, no, this is, that's mm-hmm. just tacky. Cal? I think it's an unrealistic expectation. One, to take on the responsibility of a French club or Spanish club, because not only are you expected to enrich their experience and knowledge of that subject, of that culture, but normally with a club as big as that can be or as popular, there's travel expected, Yes. whether it be a French restaurant or somewhere that is, you know, debuting a French menu and you want to expose them to um, new foods or something they haven't seen or considered before that cannot all be expected to come from the teacher mm-hmm. but like you said if if the if the title on it was coach mm-hmm. or if the title on it was director of yeah. you know there's a stipend or an additional you know additional compensation um so you know as we've said on here before do not allow them to pressure you into giving up more of yourself, more of your time um, beyond what you physically feel like you can do. And that includes the financial aspect of it, too. If you don't feel like you can do it financially, then that's a no-go. This is not a profession you need to get into. Um, We already feel like, you know, we could be compensated quite generously. Nope, I said that wrong. We already feel like that we should be better compensated. Better compensated. compensated. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, there's no reason to, to have this be a financial strain on you. 
And I would like to uh, throw in the last tidbit of, you know, if they're expecting this from you, then they need to start uh, they need to start putting their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. So, and if it's an expectation and they're saying that, like, the bullshit that I remember in all, I believe, all of our contracts, other duties as a sign, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. So, um, in which case, I, I went head-to-head with a certain um, assistant principal over that, and I ended up winning on that one. But, no, I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit of, you know, other duties as a sign. Put your money where your mouth is if you're going to tell me that. I have to be here this amount of hours away from my family. Fuck off. Pay me. Mm-hmm. I think it's valid. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you've already set a good boundary with just telling the students, I cannot financially afford to take on this task for free. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, there's nothing they can do to argue with you. They can no, tell you need to work more. And if they do argue with you, they're an asshole and ignore whatever they're saying. Exactly. If, so. if the parents are that interested in it, maybe they could offer to fund it. Yeah. Yes. Or even host it themselves. Yeah. Go ahead, get a background check. Do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Have it in your garage. Get 30 kids in your garage. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Volunteer <laughs> a week. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and do one more because that was just a little short. So this one is a really short one. This is by from the Reddits. It's user JXC4C7. And it's, is this a red flag? Uh-oh. I just got offered a job as a middle school PE teacher with athletics duties. The pay is amazing for a first year teacher too. A couple of things are holding me back from jumping at the position. I feel like I got the job a little too easily. They literally asked me three questions. What my degrees were in, my background in athletics, and if I am certified. The school is located in a town with a super high crime rate, as well as the campus being in a bad part of town. Am I wrong about being hesitant? Are these huge red flags saying I should look elsewhere? Yes. No. So, here's the thing. If they're that desperate, it means they haven't turned away. But just because a school is in a shitty neighborhood or a high crime thing really doesn't mean much. Because I've worked in really bad parts of town, and the kids have honestly been nicer and sweeter than when I've worked in the nicer parts of town. Um, However... If they're having to replace someone so quickly, mm-hmm. generally, and I don't want to speak for all PE teachers, but I know a lot of PE teachers, when they're not having to coach, where they're just doing athletic stuff, yeah. they kind of consider it a pretty easy gig. Yeah. Like, the hours are long. They're, I mean, PE coaches who are listening, don't lynch me, but... I mean, they get to come with their whistle. My PE coach, uh, she loved reading the newspaper while we did laps. That was like one of her favorite things to do. And I think I had that same coach. Yeah, or they'd like play some music, and like their real job was to make sure there were no shenanigans in the locker rooms yeah. and break up fights when they happen. Yeah, I, I feel that you can do this even in the rough side of town. If nothing else, try it for a year. And honestly, if it's that bad, bounce. I mean, yeah. If, if it's not your thing or the school just sucks, you can just say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this. And, you know, it sucks for the school and admin, but they might need to step up their game and make the job, you know, something where people actually want to stick around or do their part instead of just throwing fresh meat in front of it. Yeah. Anyway, say your thoughts. That was me. So my red flag on that one was just the three questions. Like, <laughs> there needs to be more to it than that. But then again... With the teacher shortage as it is, that probably may become a new thing, which kind of makes it sad, but at the same time true. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, you know, I think there's always red flags. I Like, there's 
um, a couple of Facebook groups that I stick through to look at for if I ever want to jump ship. And one thing I will tell you is every other year, if not every year, there is a specific school that is asking for a brand new fill in the blank. And in which case, I'm looking at this saying, okay, it's almost every other year, if not every year, there's no way I'm ever going to apply for that job. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, because obviously no job security there, but also what is the other person doing to run other people off every other year? Yeah, I would I would want to know why the position was vacated, because it yeah. could be for something, you know, completely innocuous, you know, somebody's spouse got transferred to a different city, or, you know, there was a family health issue, like it could be that the position is vacate, vacant for, Legitimate you reason. know, perfectly normal, non-problem reasons. Mm-hmm. But I would want to check for exactly the reasons that Wayne was saying. One of the best things you can do is ask, hey, who else works here? Can I talk to one of them? Mm-hmm. And I know that's hard in the summer because you might be in an empty But I have to say, I've had good jobs where the interviews went smoothly. They had to fill a position. They really didn't want to mess around. Like, you're qualified. Mm-hmm. You're, you fit our range. Is this yeah. cool? You want it? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's move on. I want my summer. Yep. And so that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but I don't know. Count? Uh, I think I'm hoping that RXC um, asked a couple questions on their own as well. Um, most interviews that I've been in, there's been at least a half dozen to a dozen questions. Yep. Um, but they could just, they, they may need help there. And like you said yourself, Elvis, I think it's really important to make sure that um, you don't have the mindset of just because a school may not be in the best neighborhood, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get a group of quality kids who want to work hard or who are excited about the opportunity to have athletics or participate in something along that realm. Yeah. Um, it'll be good to, I, I, I would love an update <laughs> in the next 90 days. Like, let us know what you think. Um, or if by the end of September, you now realize why this position was vacated yeah. and why they were so excited to offer you this job after three questions. Well, I, I know that there does tend to be more turnover in athletics coaching type positions anyway. People move, you know, to be with other coaches, other coaches. Yeah. you know, they have their, their team, their group that yes. they gel with and they'll kind of you know, move as a group or, you know, like you said, moving up, a, you know, an opportunity to be, you know, a head coach instead of an assistant or an athletic director or whatever. Yeah. So I, from what I have observed, at least in, in my part of the world here, there does seem like there's more kind of revolving door where coaching staff is concerned. So it may, yeah. it may not be a red flag. Yeah. I don't we say you go for it. Do it for a year. Yep. Or, you know, do it for a month. Let yeah. them know. And then if you walk yeah. away, <laughs> you may have an opportunity to get something else because there's a teacher shortage. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Like they may just be relieved to have somebody yes. who is, you know, has a degree and is qualified and, and not a criminal. You know, yeah. like they, that may be all they need at this point. What are you trying to say? <laughs> and honestly, if you're out there a teacher and you haven't found one yet or you feel like, oh, it's a teacher shortage, but I can't get a call back, just give it a couple weeks because literally a lot of districts, like yeah. three weeks before school starts, a month, yeah. I forget, is when the last time you can 
agree to yeah, not accept the contract, contract or whatever. With no yeah. penalty. And there's a lot of people who are just seeing what's available and where yeah. they can jump. And so I have a feeling the next week or two, it's going to be a quick explosion of people like, you know what? I found something else. I think I'm going to stick with it. Or, you know what? I just inherited money. I'm out. Or my boyfriend got a job at McDonald's. He's paid more than me. So I'm going to go and go there. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. There was a uh, there was a post that I saw that was like shut the front door. They were offering an extra uh, ten thousand dollars on top of the salary just to get that position filled. But again, when I looked at what the job details were, I understood why they yeah. No, I saw that for the specials teacher because I looked. I was like, oh, you know, ten thousand bonus plus. I think they were offering like seventy five thousand or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. But then, no, the, you're pretty much going to be working there all day, all night, a yes. lot of weekends, yeah. most of the school year. Yes. And, yeah, and it's not one where you really get summers off, because during summers you have to plan or do a fundraiser yes. or do something else. So It's a lot. I, it's a lot. Like, if I lived in the area, I'd think about it. But I've got kids right now. I can't take a teaching gig where I have to be coaching at night or I need to be up at night at school no. every single night, because... No. I won't ever get to see my own children. And for the amount of pay it is, it's not worth that. No. So, hey guys, guess what? 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 We have a Patreon! Oh my god, is it like a OnlyFans? I love that story. Sounds dirty. It is a good, good... I have to say, I put pictures of my feet up there. Jesus. And... You know what? I think somebody put a heart on it. Like, there was at least a little love. So, I mean, if, you got one. if you're in defeat, there's at least one picture in there. But there's a lot of other really good stuff. There's a whole, there's almost over 100 uh, bonus episodes, exclusive audio comment. We load a few things in there every month. We have live watch parties with a Facebook group. You should sign up. It's only $5 a month. Go to Patreon and sign up for Teacher Needs Drink Podcast and do it now. All right, so... Does it include my porn playlist? <laughs> if you want to upload that, we're, we're always looking for content, so... I think you have to subscribe to one of the upper tiers yeah. for that. Yeah, get Wayne Kerr's porn. I, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I can only imagine. It's either going to be really disturbing or to be like oh I am way more fucked up in kink than I incur and that's gonna make me feel depressed and so either way I don't want it take it to the next level I know I'm like oh so what I'm doing is step your game up shit so my friends would you rather have small annoying talking faces on your nails wow or you can only stand or be hung upside down. Hashtag bat life. Whoa. So once again, you either have small, annoying, talking faces on your nails, or you can only stand or be hung upside down. Hashtag bat life. So, Bunny, jump in, please. For me, this is a really easy one because toenails, I wear closed-toed shoes. <laughs> Fingernails, I will start getting acrylics and just cover those little mafkas up. Mm-hmm. So get the dips. Yeah, yeah, just just you know, paint right over them, acrylic nail right over them. Yeah, I, I don't currently do that, so I'm probably using the words wrong. But I know there's ways to shut them up. <laughs> you just hear buddy walking down the hall, just hear a lot of <laughs> and just these muffled anti-Semitic things. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bumble wrap coming from your fingers. I know. 
I can see oh, the nails. Who just... has discovered Baby Shark? Oh. Yeah, it's how did she discover it? Mm-hmm. Um, library story time. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. Wayne, what about you? Oh, tiny sorry. nails or bat life? I'm sorry, were the tiny nails speaking? I forgot that part. I believe so, because it says, ha- yes, it has small, annoying, talking faces on your nails. Oh, well, that's annoying. Um, yeah, bat life all the way, man. So. All right. Wayne, what about you? Oh, whoa, Wayne. Whoa, I just whoa. talked to Wayne. <laughs> count, count. I don't know how I mistake the two. <laughs> yeah, we're both very, very charming. Yeah, exactly. You're both very tall. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, the first thing that came to mind was I cannot I can't stand I, no I can't be upside down for that long <laughs> and I guess I could invest in Under Armour or very nice pairs of isotoner gloves I don't know if they still make isotoners I guess I'm still still 2001 in my brain um, I would give those a whirl and does have someone design some muzzle? I don't know. I, I gotta oh. go with the talking fingernails, but I'll keep them clipped. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and jeez, my you, gosh! I, if you don't stop talking, I'm gonna clip them easier. Compared but to I you. stand upside down and sleep. Yeah, you're upside down. No, I can't. There's a lot of blood rushing in my head. Yeah, that's. I don't like blood rushing in my head. I don't like that feeling mm-hmm. of being upside down for that long all the time. Like you would just be have a headache constantly. Like I don't mind being inverted for small amounts of time. Like I'm cool for like five minutes. Is probably even starting to get it. But I remember when we were doing the. Is it safe and civil? I don't remember. One of the restraint trainings on the de-escalation and if you do need to restrain a child. Mm-hmm. And it's an intense, like a 12-hour training and then like a six-hour follow-up every year or whatever to make yep. sure you restrain mm-hmm. the children, right? And there's some of the moves where it's like you bend the child at the waist and kind of bend them over yeah. with their hands up. Mm-hmm. And I remember the teacher, I hated her, the trainer wanting always to use me because it was an elementary school mm-hmm. and so I was the only guy and so they always brought me up. And she'd like bend me over and I'd just be draining. She'd be talking, I was like, hey, we're done. Get up now. <laughs> and I'm like, my sinuses are starting to fill with fluids. And I was like, I, stop. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck you. So, no, I'm going with <laughs> And you know what? I'll Straight just embrace them. I'll be like, guys, I'm sorry. My hands are assholes. If they could sing, though. <laughs> I like this idea of, like, doing Spirit harmonies fingers. and just like, ah, I mean. <laughs> Spirit fingers. It would be great. I could see it, but. Uh, talking fingernails with a love life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man. Dude, did you just grab her butt? Don't put his back there again! Oh, just, oh, yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me. Count Chocolate, thank you for being here. We want to thank you! Thank you for oh, allowing us to be here. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. And Mr. Wanker! Why is it still a problem for me to discuss my balls? You know why. <laughs> You know what you did. And Miss Bunny O'Hare. Thank you again. It was a pleasure as always. All right, folks. Everyone out there, take care of yourselves. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woohoo! 
All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Remember, if you love this podcast and you want to hear more of it, go to our Patreon and sign up. Go to patreon.com and look up Lud- or look up Teacher Needs a Drink podcast for as little as $5 a month. And uh, sign up and support Ludlam Dramatics too if you can. All right, my friends, it's getting clear and near. Enjoy these last few weeks. Cheers, my friends. Mwah.